Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 53 of the podcast. Right now, at the time of this recording, it's around the end of March, and it's crazy. The world just continues to change and evolve and freak us all out. And even compared to just last week's episode, so many things have changed. And If you're feeling scared or overwhelmed, check back at the last couple of episodes or on the website for more information of how to really get you through. On today's episode, we're going to take some time to do a self-check-in. We're also going to look at all of the qualities that make up a fellow big kid and how we can use Carol Dweck's growth mindset formula to keep us seeing clearly through all of the fog. Hello, and welcome to the Big Kid Podcast. I'm your host, Katie C., life coach, children's yoga instructor, and mindfulness ninja. Every week, I'm here to help you navigate the craziness that is life with more courage, more kindness, and less judgment. Spoiler alert, none of us know what's going on. We're all just a bunch of big kids, and we know that life is better together. So go grab a snack and a seat as we dive on in. There are so many new big kids around here that I wanted to take some time and welcome you all to our little ever-growing family. For real though, I'm so, so grateful that you are here, especially with all of the things going on in the world. The fact that you've chosen to spend time with me warms my heart to the brim. So thank you. Thank you. Back in January, we were focusing on building, and really understanding your own personal values. And to start off today's episode, I wanted to talk more about what Big Kid stands for. If you want a copy of that value building worksheet that I gave out in January, reach out and I'll gladly send that your way. So when I started thinking about launching the podcast eons ago, honestly, I really got hung up on the name. I wanted a name that was quick easy to remember, and spoke for itself with the words and graphics, right? That's kind of what you're looking for in a name. People have always referred to me as the smallest big kid they have ever met, (laughs) smallest in stature, because I'm under five feet, it's true, but still one of the biggest kids. And it's funny, (laughs) because even in, well, when we were allowed to be together in groups, you'd always find me with the kids sitting on the floor somewhere talking to them. (laughs) Going against my own timelines, my podcast dreams sat on the sidelines for years and I started growing my coaching business instead. And for that, it was really easy for me to find my values within my business because they were also in alignment with my personal values. And really, when you're making your own values your biz and personal values should be the same. After journaling to find my values where they really were, I had the pillars and the cornerstones of kindness, curiosity, and adventure. Seeing these three words together made so much sense to me. It spoke to me as a human, my coaching brain, and my big kid heart, so I knew I was on the right path. When you're making your own values, I recommend not going higher than three. 
I turned to my values to find clarity. And I found that when you have more than that, you create more gray areas for yourself, which is not what you want. You want your values to be bold, loud, and clear. Kindness drives change is something I tell myself every single day, especially with how the world is going right now. (laughs) This is my favorite reminder. When I'm stuck in a big feeling or feel myself wanting to retreat, I know that I need to stop, breathe, and show kindness to myself. We can also show kindness to our crews, if that's work crew, fam crew, friend crew, just anyone in your inner circle. I like to call them my crews. In last week's episode, number 51, I talked more about how you can be kind and how to really help these humans. So go listen to that episode too. Our second value is curiosity. I practice curiosity before judgment. Making space for curiosity is so important and it helps us experience empathy and understanding. It helps us connect on a human level. I have always journaled ever since I was little. Back in the day, In my little kid days, I had a diary with a good old lock and key. And this is where I would write my most inner thoughts and dreams, my rants. (laughs) Journaling has always brought me comfort. And it is the reason I create monthly journaling prompts for you so that you can also get more curious with yourself. To thrive, we really need to understand our own knee-jerk responses so that we can start making new decisions. To be curious, it means to look for more than one answer, more than one way of doing things, more than one mindset to get things done. So be more curious when talking to your own crews. Instead of passing judgment on someone, try to figure out their thought process. Understand that everyone is trying to figure it out, and we may not necessarily work for everyone. Our ways aren't always the same, and that's okay. Even within my coaching and my yoga practice, I like to tell people that I'm just the guide. I am just the person to guide you. It's up to you that has to do all the work. You're the one that has to go follow the path that I've shown you, and you have to do all of the things to get yourself where you want to go. As a kid, I always assumed that adults had all the answers and always knew what was going on. <laughs> now as an adult, I know that's bullshit. <laughs> now I know that it's just not true and we're all just trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> all right, confession time. One of my most favorite movies in the whole entire world is Hook. If you've seen it, let me know your favorite parts. Bangarang. Robin Williams plays Peter Pan. Julia Roberts is Tinkerbell. And... It's the story is about what happens when Peter Pan leaves Neverland and ends up going to London. Peter ends up staying in London and grows up going against everything he believed in as Peter Pan. Eventually, he forgot that he even was Peter Pan. If you don't know the story of Peter Pan, well, friends, it's on Disney Plus. And if you haven't scratch to itch to watch Hook. I can't find it on streaming right now. I have it on VHS and DVD. but <laughs> So if you see it on streaming, let me know. 
So most of the story takes place in Neverland, and Peter Pan is the leader of his crew named the Lost Boys, and they are the only kids on the island, and they never want to grow up. That's one of their songs. We never want to grow up. Yuck. (laughs) This resistance is in the hearts of all of us big kids, wouldn't you agree? (laughs) The thought of becoming an adult? Terrifying. Mostly because our lives are nothing that we pictured as little kids. In Hook, one of the best scenes is when they have a giant food fight during dinner. If this is your favorite part too, let me know. So it starts off with everyone sitting together at a long table and it looks so friendly and inviting and exciting, but then the camera pounds down and you see that everything on the table is empty. Bowls, plates, cups, there's nothing in anything, but all of the Lost Boys are digging in. And Robin Williams, aka Peter, is annoyed AF because he's so damn hungry. And all he wants to do is stuff his face, but he doesn't believe there's any food or drink because he can't see any of it. The Lost Boys tell him that he needs to imagine and he needs to play. And even when Peter Pan is relearning to fly, the advice he gets is simply to believe that he can. And so this is where our big kid adventure spirit is kindled. It's always in our imaginations. We believe as big kids that there are things that we cannot see, but we still believe. And we believe in the power of doing something before we know we can. So what are your values? If you're a big kid and you're here, which one speaks clearest to you? Kindness, curiosity, or adventure? Dr. Carol Dweck wrote a book about mindsets, and she introduces the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. I've talked about this before on the podcast too, so. But if you haven't heard about this before and you have kiddos at home, ask them about what they know about this because they, um, they, as in a lot of schools, were teaching our kids this concept. So again, ask them what they know. Dweck says that in a fixed mindset, people believe their basic qualities, like how smart they are or how talented they are, that those are fixed traits, meaning that there's nothing you can do about it. People with a fixed mindset spend their time documenting their intelligence or talent instead of working on growing them or developing them. They also believe that success is measured only by talent and effort has nothing to do with it. Even just thinking about that, a fixed mindset to me feels stuck. I wouldn't even call it survival habits really because um, you're believing that there's nothing that you can do about it. Whereas the growth mindset is focused on the power of yet. So instead of thinking, ugh, I am the worst parent because I didn't do anything educational for my kids at all last week and I'm still trying to figure it out this week. Or we're all going to go crazy because we have lost all of our routines and everything is just a mess. (laughs) These are fixed mindset thoughts. It's changing the thought to, we just haven't found our new normal yet. Or... I am not the worst parent. I am trying my best and we will figure this out together. It's not giving up if something gets hard. It's understanding that hard things push you to get better. 
When you have a growth mindset, people believe that they can get better when dedication and hard work is put into it. One way you can practice a growth mindset at home is by praising your children and yourselves with acknowledging your effort more than whatever the outcome is supposed to be. When we look at praising outcomes, this is considered people praise. But when we focus on praising effort, this is process praise. And this is such great space to be in because this is where we learn and thrive. The process are, think of it as the actions that we take now and what will set us up for our future selves. Process praise helps promote self-efficacy, which is the confidence to do something well. And this reinforces the fact that effort equals success, which is something you only control. In a fixed mindset, again, like I was saying, you give away your power because it's a fixed level of talent or skill that will bring, quote unquote, success. Ask your kids, ask yourself what the state of things are right now. Do I want to use my brain cells for a fixed mindset or a growth mindset and why? Dr. Carol Dweck explains, this is one of my favorite quotes from the book, that brains and talent are just the starting point. This view creates a love of learning and a resilience that is essential for great accomplishment. This week, I want you to remember to be kind to yourself. We're all in a state of newness, and that can bring a lot of uncertainty and discomfort, but it can also bring out more of your curiosity and your empathy and your kindness. It can be freaky to think about how we've been struggling with managing screen time, and now with online learning, social interaction, and even And everything just moving to screens, we are in the thick of it more than we've ever been before. Last week, my screen time went up over 100% in comparison to the week before. So be kind with yourself knowing that this will bring change to our norms and our norms will change and it will all make us stronger. So schedule in time for adventure time that makes you look up, scheduling things that require you to really be present and mindful during the activity. So reading, coloring, working on a project. Remember when you wished you had more time to work on that thing? Well, this is the time that you wished for. We only have time for essentials. It isn't all the way that we pictured it, but we have more time than we had before. So make it useful. Believe that you will figure this out. You just don't have it handled yet. Because I know I don't. (laughs) As parents, our kids will look to us to have the answers, but be honest with them that, again, we're all just trying to figure it out together. This is something new that will bring us together and stronger And because we all try new things, we will fail, but we will grow. Remember to stay informed, obviously, but at the same time, don't stay glued to news coverage or keeping count of everything, of all the cases and all the places and all the provinces across the world. Like, yes, it is nice to be informed, but don't oversaturate yourself. 
Make new goals as a family. Revisit your values and talk about how you can live in them even more now. For your kids, talk about the steps you are taking with your own goals, whatever that may be. Talk about your failures and your disappointments. Ask them for help. What would they do or say if they were in your situation? It might not be usable advice for what they tell you, but to sit in that space where your parent is asking for your help feels huge. It tells them that their opinion matters and it shows them that it's kind to ask for help. I've talked about this before, but in my journal, I like to keep track of ideas, projects, highlights of conversations, and even lessons I've learned from mistakes or failures. So I'm when I'm feeling stuck or default to survivor habits, I'll do a flip through and it is a visual representation of everything I've been through. And it reminds myself how damn far I've come because sometimes you forget. You forget. <laughs> right now it feels like we're all just surviving. But remember that you do yourself a disservice if your only focus is to survive. What does thriving in this new state of life look like? If I'm thriving in this world, what would it feel like? If I want my family to be as strong as possible, what type of self-talk do we need to participate in daily? These thriving questions can put you on that thriving path. So this week, take a closer look at your own values, compare them to the values of the people in your crew, and see where do they overlap? Where are they contrasting? Where can you find places of compassion and collaboration? Remember that this is a new phase that is our life, and we're a bunch of big kids. So make sure you make time for adventure, find ways to show kindness, and stay in curiosity longer than ever. Talk to you soon. Well, friends, that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me over here with a bunch of big kids. As you travel through the world this week, remember that kindness drives change. We are all on this life journey together, and it's nice to remember that you're not alone. Go and join in on the Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Big Kid Pod. You can even go to the website to leave me a good old-fashioned voice message in the show notes. Go to kdccoaching.com. While you're there, sign up for the newsletter because every month I send out journaling questions and templates to take you a little bit deeper on the journey back to yourself. Sending you so much love from Canada. Talk to you soon.